0: Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Someone that's been through the most um, is the guy that we're going to be speaking to now uh, for hashtag uh, Tuesday Inspiration. His name is Mdu Matanjwa. He's an entrepreneur, founder of Grayshaw Creations, uh, self-discovery author, and public health and safety motivational and self-discovery speaker. Just to give you a bit of a background, in 2008 he was 22 years old. He was working for a mining company. Um, and he got involved um, in a life changing um, industrial accident. You know, he sustained chemical burns when a combination of sulfuric acid and nitric acid exploded on his face. Sure. So his face is burnt. Um, and, and there are a lot of things that you can hide For example um, we can I can talk about uh, being stung by bees Or being involved in a car accident But I don't have the scars to show for it Yeah. When you meet someone The first thing that you see is, is your face The first time I saw Mdu The first thing that I saw was this guy His whole face is burnt. So we're going to find out about him About how what he learned from going through um, This traumatic experience And what he's up to right now with his life uh, Mdu, good morning Welcome to the Takeoff on Radio 2000
1: Hey, good morning, guys. How
0: are you? Uh, we good, man. Very excited to be speaking to you this morning. Um, we were just talking about traumatic experiences that uh, the <laughs> listeners been through and how they survived. Now, yes. I, I mean, we read your story very light. In two thousand and eight, um, you, you know, you you were you were you were burnt in a mine. Explain that to us. How how did you actually get your your face burnt? Uh, all
1: right. First of all, it was the most traumatic day of my life. But, but on the other hand, it was the best day that I've ever had. Yeah, uh, It was the 6th of June, 2008. I was just 20 years old, uh, just working in one of the mines. You know, just like everyone else, I had dreams, I had goals, things I wanted to achieve for myself and for my family. But uh, just one moment, one incident changed every single thing, woman. I remember because the, the plant was an end of shutdown. It means everything was on maintenance. So on that particular day, we were supposed to start up. So my colleague and I, uh wore our full ppe protective protective gear to go into the plant and then it began starting up starting up until we we're next to a very huge tank and this tank had a mixture of sulfuric acid and nitric acid in it now very strong acid strength was about 74 percent and our job was very simple one. we had to move the acid from the tank to the next stage so we followed the procedures to start the, the pump that, that carries the, the, the acid. And then the acid started to be successfully pumped to the next stage. But all of a sudden, the pump that was pumping the acid, it failed. It exploded. Mm. It exploded. Unfortunately, I was right next to the pump that exploded. And my colleague was far from it. And due to my height, I'm very tall. So my head was opposite the, the discharge line of the pump that exploded. So there was this strong mixture of sulfuric acid and nitric acid pumped directly to my face through a powerful industrial pump.
0: Enough.
1: A pump so powerful such that from the first knock, the protective gear that I had around my face disappeared immediately. So, so it got burnt uh, off your you face. Know, it, it burnt my head, my face, my chest, my neck, my back, mm-hmm. and my, my feet. Uh, fortunately, some parts were safe, but uh, uh, more than 70% of my body was burnt by that acid. So, so... so
0: so, so, so you burnt. Um, yeah, I am burnt. Uh, it's called the third-degree burns. Then, now you in hospital. You say this is one of the uh, best things that, that that happened. How does that work out? H- how do you say this is one of the uh, best things that have happened to you?
1: It is one of the best things, uh, Bongani. Because I always say to myself, right now, uh, I've I'll besta- I'll spent seven months in hospital, mm. seven months of solitude, so to speak. Seven months because, and I was about eight hundred kilometers away from home, which means I didn't have much visitors that are close to my heart that could visit yeah. me almost every day. Uh, but it was the best day of my best like year of my life because I had some time to to spend it myself and discover more of me and more of other people as well. You know, uh, and I always say to myself, had it not been for that accident, I'll be stuck in some plant or some mining company being a chemical engineer. But today, uh, the things that I'm doing, they emanate from what happened to me. And it does not only benefit me, it benefits a lot of other people. What happened to me, like it really gives some inspiration to other people. It helps them discover the stronger side of themselves. And so, for me, it, it was more than me. What happened there was more than me. Usually when people say to me, they, they appreciate that the story it's touching, I always say, if what happened was to make such a difference mm. then everything was worth
0: it you know do you talk so about it was, it, you, you talk about that tipping point and that's such an important lesson for people who have experienced trauma right i mean we had people calling in today and there's that tipping point where you decide you're going to take a turn and uh, take your, your 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 trauma and make it your triumph what was that one oh, thing that that switched on at that moment
1: or at the moment of, of, of my tipping point. Yeah. Uh, Nana, it was it was to discover how 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 strong I am as a human being, and how strong other people can be. We just don't know. There's some ceiling that has been designed for us as human beings. Like that. The, there's a lot. There's a lot. Like saying. If this thing happens, then you you're, you're messed up. Mm. I mean, I thought my dreams were shattered. I've been working hard all my life to be where I was. I yeah. I, I was finding myself from high school, from high school to tertiary, finding myself working. Wow. And at some point, I reached the point where I was able to graduate, and then I started working. And my dreams just when everything was unfolding, then. Just like that, everything went down the drain because I lost everything. I lost everything so much after my mm-hmm. accident such that I ended up living in the streets of Turban. Right? But here I am today. And I'm still alive, and I'm actually happy with everything that's happening around mm-hmm. me. I'm happy that my accident happened. Um, the tipping point was when I realized that I am stronger than I thought I was, and so is everyone else, which is why I've made it the mission of my life to let people understand that That they don't have to get to be involved in an acid explosion like it happened to me for them to realize how strong and powerful they are, how unstoppable they can be through every traumatic experience that they're going through. Because in every good, there's, there's a bad. And in every bad, there is a good. All you have to do is to dig into the truth of why everything happened. And it is always positive.
0: It's the takeoff with Bongani and Nala on the on the line. We've got Mduma Tanjwa. Um he's an entrepreneur. He's a founder of Cray Creations. And he was just sharing his story of him obviously uh, being involved in a life changing accident um where he got burnt in the mine. Mduna, how do you go from being burnt in the mine, uh literally living in hospital? um, leaving hospital with all these wounds and the scars on your face, living on the streets to then creating, uh, creation creations. Um, what is great creation creations about and how did you get started?
1: Uh, the company started when, uh, when I was in solitude, when I realized that I did not die. And it was for a greater purpose than the purpose I had in mind at the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I started looking forward to, to what's, what's next. So I, when I was living in the street, I had a dream. I had a dream of uh, sharing my story to the world through words. Since the age of 15, I've been writing for myself, it's therapeutic. So I've been doing it for myself, but when, when, when everything was happening, I was in the coma for about two months in hospital, and from the fourth month, I started gaining my conscience, and as usual, I started writing my story down. Yeah. But yeah. When I, what I've realized when I was done with writing that story, I realized that this particular story has to be shared with everyone else. Mm-hmm. It's not just for me. So um, then cut, to cut the story short. I ended up having a book publishing company uh, and my book was the first book that was published and it was the what 's painful is that I had to live in the street to realize the dream and I had to collect the money from the cardboards and and the and the bottles to recycle so that I can register the papers so and here I am today things are working well. we have a company that does a lot of things and everything that's been there that's there in the company it emanates from the accident that I've had it emanates from the moments that I shared with myself in that solitude
0: Do so, I mean we're living through very difficult times in the country at the moment you know, uh, people are losing yeah. work people are, um, are discouraged what, what word of encouragement would you would you like to send out there to, to people that are listening?
1: Uh, I always say this well, man, it's going to sound a little bit Uh, uh, give, but it's not. Unless you are pregnant, you will never give birth. Unless you know how to push, you will die pregnant. What I mean is you can only give birth when you're pregnant, and you can only push when you're expecting something. So what I'm saying to everyone else is during the times that you're facing, during the time that you're facing personally, just know that it is your time to keep pushing because it means you're pregnant. Keep expecting what you had in your mind, because it's still possible. Nothing, there is no ceiling that cannot be broken. You are the only person, though, who can make that happen. So be pregnant and keep pushing. Pushing is not easy. Mm. Yes.
0: Uh, your, your story is so inspirational um, you know, to all of us. If I want to see the books that you've written, I'm interested maybe in getting a book published. How do I get hold of you? Do you guys have a website that I can go and check out? Uh, do I find you on social media? Where yeah. do I find you before I wrap?
1: All right. Uh, for, 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 about the books, the, the publishing company is called Gratio Publishers. So if you just Google it, you find it. you find the website. is club. That's the publishing space. And then about the... Uh, but for me, as a Duma changer you can just uh, find me as a Duma changer in every social platform.
0: Thank you so much for, for, for sharing your story, man. Uh, truly inspirational. Thank you, sir.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, man. Thank you, Nala.
0: Thank you. That is so uplifting. It is, right? Um, and if you want to see what do looks like, and and and, I mean, I had to think twice before saying that because I think when you see what it looks like, for me, that's what shocked me. Um, when you see the burns and then you hear his story, it all just makes sense. At Radio 2000 ZA, you'll see uh, there's a handle there at Mate Njwamdu. Um, you can find him on social media and follow his story, man. It's a takeoff.
1: Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.